0: What's good Clips Heads? (laughs) It's your friends. We back. Uh, It's William the Opinion Updike. And positive Chuck Mockler. We're coming at you every Monday through Friday. Every day. Fresh content about your LA Clippers, (laughs) about the NBA in general, but with a local perspective. Check us out. If you're used to the show, welcome back. We got a heck of a show lineup for you today. It's Thursday. That means... Thirsty Thursdays, where we talk about who and what should be getting more playing time. We're going to start out with a little game preview against the Spurs tonight, and then go to our Thursday segment, and then we're going to wrap up with some NBA some NBA talk, including maybe the most disappointing score of yeah. my lifetime. I would agree with that. Um, sorry to the Jazz fans out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all that coming up. I'm really excited about the show. I'm even more excited to tell you about our new partner. Who Metro- is it? It's Metro Infinity. Of course. Is that what you thought? That's not what I thought. Just so you know, uh, they're located at 821 East Central Ave in Monrovia, which is just off the 210 in Monrovia. Of course. They're the only dealer in California that's family owned, and they've been in business for over 25 years. You want to know one of my favorite things about Metro Infinity? I do. If you don't like coming to the dealership, which I don't, it's not a problem, they'll bring the car and all the paperwork you need to your house, to your work to your mother-in-law's house. Show <laughs> <Sure, laughs> her how much better you're doing. I need to do that. Um, uh, and they can get everything done for you right there. On top of that, if you mention the promo code Locked On, you get an extra $500 off any car purchase. Dang. Free money, dude. So if you're thinking about buying a new Infiniti, or even in the market for any new car, give them a chance to earn your business. You won't regret it. They also have over 50 certified pre-owned Infinities. You can reach them at 626 599-7510 or MetroInfinity.com. Right now you can lease a new Infinity Q50 3.0 luxury loaded with navigation. Thousand down, $325 a month plus tax. That's it. Thousand bucks down, low monthly payment. Not a bad. Uh plus, you know, you mentioned that locked on. Free 500 bucks. Free 500 All right. We're playing the
1: San Antonio Spurs tonight. In Staples Center. Yeah, we will be there. Section 210. Oh, man, Uh, something like that. Anyway, come through. If you see a curly headed guy and another dude uh, who looks maybe like his brother, come say what's up. Um, (laughs) Yeah, We're in 210 row three, 210 row three. Come say what's up. We'll get a chicken sandwich or something. This game. So I think you and I are both kind of assuming a win, but with some tepid optimism.
0: Man, I never really know how to approach the Spurs. I feel the exact same way. I feel like um, no matter how like depleted they get or how dis, like, disjointed the pieces seem, they kind of figure it out. I guess the metaphor that I have for it is it's like when you see an animal... Like a scary animal dead on the side of the road or you think it's dead, but you don't want to get too close because at any moment it could just whip back to life. So the Spurs are like a possum. They're like a very (laughs) much like a possum. But a classy
1: possum because Greg Popovich is coaching the team. Yeah. All right. But they're not roadkill. They're not roadkill, but they're still dangerous. They have a great system. They have players that play in their system. They have a couple of guys playing at a really high level right now and DeRozan and Aldridge let's get into what we need to do to win yeah I like your first note right here why don't you explain it for these guys
0: uh so I think the first thing we need to do to win is just play better than the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Suns the last
1: two teams the Spurs have played have been those teams and they've lost yes so the Spurs are going to be kind of hungry I think
0: yeah and pretty like and handedly lost both games yeah not we'll get into it
1: after and the third segment they didn't yeah it wasn't really close against the Suns no which is kind of shocking yeah this game is going to be nationally televised so i think maybe the spurs might not say it but they might want to put
0: on a show that's fair they also just have more nationally televised games than we do yeah that is very true
1: um our bench i think is going to run them out of the building you think so i think well a i mean we probably got the best bench in the league facts facts um and they don't Really, I mean, they're already almost starting a bench because of all their injury
0: problems.
1: 100%. So they're starting a bunch of guys who are kind of number two options. No disrespect to number two options because our team is kind of full of them, but ours are a little... They've just been a little better this year. Yeah. Um, so I think if we can get... Our starters are probably going to run them tired, and then if we get that bench in there, it's we could see some pretty
0: crazy runs, I think. Definitely. From the second unit. Definitely. Uh, I think it's going to be important to kind of... Get a get an early lead going, definitely, and just kind of keep it going. Yeah, um, they they rank kind of like average to below average in both offensive and defensive rating. Mm-hmm. So I expect our starters to really be able to make a dent pretty early. Their pace is a lot slower than ours. Yeah, they uh, in both those games that they lost, they got punished in transition. So I think that like Got fast it. like fast break points are going to be especially important. Mm-hmm. So like if we get a lead going and we get to playing fast and we kind of pile it on early, um, I think it's going to be a comfortable win.
1: Yeah, I read, I saw a stat I think um, from Justin Russo, who I'm going to mention again in a second on Twitter, saying that in the first quarter the Spurs rank like I think twenty-fifth or something like that in first quarter defense. Okay. And the Clippers are a top I think ten offense in the first quarter. Yeah. So there's a chance. I think I don't know right. about
0: the first quarter, but overall we're like seven.
1: Yeah. So like we could get up pretty early. Yeah. Um, which would be kind of nice. Another Justin Russo stat, which is kind of nice, is the Clippers currently rank 22nd in offensive turnover rate. Um, but since November 2nd, the Clippers have the fourth lowest turnover rate in the NBA. Interesting. So they're getting better at that, and that's jumped our half court points per 100 plays to third in the league since that time. Oh wow! So, coupled with what you just said, I think we could maybe get not into blowout status, but into maybe
0: comfortable lead status. That's what I'm on. thinking. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna like. I don't think that we're gonna demoralize them or anything. But I nor, think, it, nor should we. I think if we play this game right and we minimize bad mistakes, we could have like a comfortable and convincing win. Um, I think it's gonna be kind of important to to hurt them down low. Which is going to be harder. This team yeah. has a lot of options that are much larger uh, in their front court mm-hmm. as weapons, but it's from like the, the sampling that I've looked at this season. It looks like most games where they're getting outscored in the paint. They're losing for sure. Um, and we show
1: we could do it against the Warriors. So if we can do it against them, we can pro- hopefully probably do it against
0: the Spurs and in general. Every game that they've been outscored in, they've lost. Okay. So
1: <laughs> Thursday knowledge from William <laughs> the Opinion Update. Dyke. Uh, another note you have in here that I like. Yeah, let's draw some fouls. Let's get easy points. Uh we're second in the league in free throws. In free throw attempts, attempts per field excuse goal. Excuse me, per field goal. So let's, I think that yeah.
0: like I think that against like a, a more like gritty or defensive minded team, we should just exploit that. I think Bobon might be in for some of those too. Yeah. You
1: can't guard Bobon without really fouling him. Let's get into now what could go wrong. Yeah. Because things could go wrong. Definitely. Um, DeMar, DeRozan, and Lamarcus just go off. Definitely. That's
0: absolutely a possibility. Those two are very dangerous players. Um, Bryn Forbes could have himself a night. He's been like he's been scoring he's been scoring the ball a lot better.
1: Yeah, I did a podcast with Jeff Garcia from Lockdown Spurs last night. I've been retweeting that, um, and I, I told him I was like, man, honestly, I had to look up a couple of these players because I did not know who they were. No, he was that's like, fair. No, I've been covering the Spurs for almost ten for over ten years. I kind of had to. do the same I, thing. I mean,
0: like I could, I know a little bit about basketball, and sometimes the Spurs have lineups out there that I'm like, huh? <laughs> the what? Him? <laughs> um, Bellinelli could assert his dominance over his fellow countrymen
1: uh daniel gallo gallo yeah uh and just go lights out from three he's a guy who at one point was kind of seen as like the savior of the 76ers i'm
0: gonna say something right now there's no way this happens it might bell and ellie is gonna go off over gallo it's what could go wrong not what (laughs) will go wrong Um, I'm calling BS. I was digging calling hard. BS on this.
1: I'm confident for this game. So I was digging hard for things that might happen. Uh, I, I
0: do. is going to go 10 for 10 from. Three. <laughs> uh, I, th- I do think Gortat is going to have a tough night. You think he's going to start? Um, I believe he'll be in the starting lineup yeah. after his last performance. For sure. It was really solid. And LaMarcus is a traditional center. So Gortat can theoretically match up against him. Theoretically. Yeah, uh, I don't like that matchup for Gortat. I, I think agree. that LaMarcus can kind of bully him around. LaMarcus is a very strong post player, both as a playmaker and a scorer. Uh, I don't think that, that that matchup is that great for us. Uh, defensively for anyone that we have to put on him except for maybe Boban. I think Trez maybe just because he's a little quicker. I think that I, I like, I, I mean, we'll get into that in the matchups. But uh, yeah, I think that like LaMarcus, if he really gets going, that's going to be a problem. I think that their size in general could really be a problem. Even their yeah. second unit, they got a lot of guys that are pushing 7 feet. Um and that's going to be really difficult, especially for our second unit that doesn't have the size. I
1: like your note in here about turnovers. Uh turnovers kill us against anyone, but especially a well-composed Spurs team. So yeah. let's just I mean always 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 cut down on those dang
0: TOs. Yeah. You mentioned um, it's um, like um, one of those sneaky things that the Spurs like even when they're not the greatest at scoring and they might not from the eye test or stat line have the highest defense, Like they don't make mistakes.
1: They'll take advantage as well. Yeah. Um, let's get into some key matchups we just talked about. One of them, uh, probably Gortat versus Aldridge, maybe Trez versus Aldridge.
0: Yeah, I think Trez versus Aldridge is going to be the matchup to watch. Mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be very important for Trez to have a, a, a double-double tonight. He's going to have to have a pretty, a pretty uh, like efficient and big night. Uh, I think that LaMarcus is going to have a pretty hard time trying to defend trez
1: yeah let's hope so uh patrick braley versus Demar and shea versus Demar. probably
0: i think it's going to be shea versus Demar. if i'm if i'm making these assignments i like the matchup better of having shea on Demar and having beverly guard whoever is on ball Just i think shut down the
1: offense from the start yeah i think I like
0: that, that i think that beverly is a better on ball defender i think that he locks in a little bit more mm-hmm. uh and i like shea's length on derozan for sure what is this matchup you're most worried about? So the, the the matchup that I am the most worried about is this is their third most... This lineup averages about the third most amount of minutes for the Spurs. Okay. And this lineup is Brian for- or Bryn Forbes at the one, DeMar DeRozan at the two, Rudy Gay at the three, LaMarcus playing the power forward position, mm. and Jacob Pertle at center. That does seem and, dangerous. And it, yeah, it really worries me because you look at the length of all these guys and like the, you know, they're... These, Last three are all averaging. I mean, they're all pushing seven feet. Yeah, um, big boys. Yeah, so that that's going to be a problem. And then, I mean, all of these guys, like with the exception of Jacob Pertle, who is like a, who who doesn't score but is a monster defensively. He was great yeah. on the Raptors. Um, all these guys can score. So I think that that I mean I think that this unit, if we're going to lose, it's going to be to this unit. I think it's going to be to this unit. For I think sure. that this unit could really could really um punish our second unit that's
1: yeah i mean i hope hopefully we can stop them glass fight that's always a big deal too yeah you need to get those boards especially against like this lineup you just said who's so big what's your predictions for this game um i'm thinking i'm going 108 118 clippers i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna go around the sand clippers gonna get the win like 125 to maybe
0: 98 Oh, wow. I mean, I would be I would be super pumped if we were able to hold them to less than 100. I yeah. think that we're capable of it. Uh, it would be like a really great show of how strong our defense is. Nothing special, my ass.
1: <laughs> Guys, that has been our predictions and a little bit of a preview for the Spurs game tonight at the Stable Center, 7.30. Say what's up to us if you're there. We're going to get into what we want to see more of on Thursday, Thursdays. But first, if you're into the podcast, uh, Locked On Podcast Network... Uh, follow Locked On Net on Twitter and Instagram. It's kind of the main hub for all of the podcasts. You can get some quick clips on the Instagram stories. Uh, it's great for breaking news and whatnot. Give them a follow, Locked On Net on Instagram and Twitter. So, Thirsty Thursdays. What do we want to see more of? I'll tell you what I want to see more of.
0: What do you want to see more?
1: Jerome. Of? He's been waxing in the G League. Had 35
0: last night. Yeah, it still wasn't particularly efficient. I'm fine with that. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> my my problem with that is that he's not going to get to take that volume of shots unless For you know sure. we really go on a run on this. Yeah, that's a really um, good which I don't really see. I don't really see happening. And I do think that that sort of stuff is encouraging, and I I think that he's coming along. But right now, he's just not going to get that sort of volume of shots to get that kind of like to ever get to that like thirty five. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not a expecting game kind of thing. Thirty five in a game. But I agree. I would like to see more Jerome. I would like to see him get more comfortable. I think over that, I'd really like to see more. Tywall. Yeah, I think we're gonna see some more Tywall tonight. He's been playing more minutes the last couple
1: games than I think we thought he would.
0: Yeah. Before he the has.
1: uh before the Warriors game, we were like, I don't think we'll see very much Tywall. He played some meaningful minutes.
0: Yeah. Which I, was really cool to see. I was getting a li- into it a little bit with John Cupperman. Shout out John Cupperman or Cooperman. Uh Johnny on cups. <laughs> Jay cups who uh was just pointing out how great Ty Tywall has been for the team. He was you know, he, he likes him a lot more than than our guy Thornwell. Which happy um, birthday. Which, happy birthday. And, you know, fair. I think that Ty has proved himself as an asset to this organization. I think that, um, you know, what happened with that contract was a little bit was a little bit weird. We should have just signed him right away. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that he deserves more time. He looked great last game. I'm ready for more. Let's see more. One of the things, just to circle back to
1: Jerome real quick, I like that he's getting, he's not going to have this role, obviously, when he plays for the Clippers, kind of like you said about the scoring 35 points thing, but I like that he's getting to play more complicated sets in the G League. He's playing plays that he would not see in playing time at all in the NBA, like more complicated things like that. So I think that that's just a nice way to help him maybe get his efficiency a little better so because he'll be able to understand more so what's happening yeah on the floor in the NBA um how many minutes do you think we'll see Tywall tonight i could see him maybe playing over 10 uh, i'm going to go ahead i'm going to say 8 8 all right that's a fair response uh do you think we'll see i kind of want to see some milos tonight
0: i'd be open to that i i just worry about the turnovers but i you know i'd that's like to call. see i think that I think that if we're looking good and we're communicating well, I think that Milosch would be great to really help pile on like those fast break kind of points. Really bury him is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I think also if because Milosch is one of those guys where, you know, I think he wakes up in the morning and he either at that moment he goes, I either have it or I don't. Yeah, you know, he's not a guy who can really start slow and then rise back. He's not Lou Williams, yeah. who can go over four and then end with. 35 points or something like that so i think if milos is really feeling it today if things aren't going well like if it's tied or we're maybe down by four or something like that i think him and trez with trez's fantastic ability to make anyone look like a great passer um, plus milos's great passing ability would give us like a nice spark if the team isn't necessarily playing how doc wants him to play which this does I mean, in Clippers' past, this does feel maybe like it could be a letdown game. Yeah. Like it is a little, like you mentioned, the Spurs are a fancy possum. So this could be a game where maybe we're...
0: What is a fancy possum? It has a bow tie on? Yeah, top hat. Okay.
1: And its babies also have top hats. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, this could be a game where we maybe need a spark. I think you're right about Trez. I want to see Trez get that double-double, which... I have no doubt that he's going to do weirdly.
0: I yeah, I mean I think it's going to be harder than these like last couple of games matchup wise, but I I think that he's capable of it and I think having a dominant performance tonight would just really show that he is Which it would be his what? Third dominant performance in a row? Yeah, but Man. it would it would I mean I just feel like it would really show it would set a tone for people who maybe aren't as familiar with the organization like for sure how huge of an asset he is
1: yeah and if we can really keep i want to see us keep the foot on the throat tonight yeah i want to see us get a comprehensive w i don't don't want to see us getting by
0: i don't want to see us getting sloppy i don't want to see that second unit like getting tight or nervous
1: yeah um i want to see shay have some fun out there i want to see shay kind of show out tonight maybe if we're if we're running on him in transition yeah um that would be really cool to see most of all, I want to see, this is very dumb, I want to see us get a W, not because it would be, what, three in a row? Yeah. It'd be three in a row, but after this game, we start a pretty easy stretch of games. Yeah, like, I, I think that this
0: would be really nice. And, you know, we've talked about this before. Uh, if we want a, a playoff shot, you know, this, these, it's going to come down to the last, Right now. Yeah, it's like, going to come down to, like, right now. Like, we need to be winning every single winnable game and like piling on wins against teams that are like, closer to, every, aver, like closer to average or closer to normal yeah. to us. And then, yeah, we should be annihilating lesser teams. Cause we
1: go Spurs tonight. And then I think we go Hawks, mm-hmm. then the Wizards, then the Nets, mm-hmm. which are, I mean, the Wizards are, I don't, I mean, bad or good, depending. That's kind of a weird wild card, mm-hmm. but this is a chance where we could maybe rip off like a five game win streak or we win, you know, six out of seven or something like that this would be such a great time you're right to kind of separate ourselves just to give us some insurance totally because it's not gonna be this great all season i don't think yeah but to get that insurance right now would be a great cushion um i want to see the tobio cushion come into play
0: yeah definitely T-
1: Tobio's due for a big game yeah don't sleep on tobio. you got anything else you want to see
0: um no, I, I just really want to see a victory tonight. Yeah, um, fat dubs. Yeah, pumped to see what the hat's gonna look like. Oh
1: yeah, free hats, free uh, hats. Catch me in my free hat all day. <laughs> uh, coming up after this, we're gonna be doing a general NBA wrap up.
0: All right, guys. So there was a bunch of games last night. We're just gonna go through a few of them. The uh, Magic made Jimmy Butler's magical debut disappear. Oh, hello. That was off the cuff, everybody. 111 to 106. Uh, Man, the Sixers had a garbage fourth. I think they, at one point, the Magic went on a 20 to 0 run. Nice. Classic Magic. Uh,
1: The Magic also beat them in their terrible city jerseys, too. Oh, man. Those are Uh, bad. Sorry
0: to Magic fans. It's a bad jersey. They're bad.
1: If you're a Magic fan and you're listening to this, shout out to you for whatever reason you're listening to this. Uh, Redick led the 76ers with 22, and with his first ever triple-double? Or first of this year?
0: I don't think it's his first ever, but I mean... First of this year,
1: regardless. 19, 13, and 10. Uh, I think we'll maybe see a couple more of those now that Jimmy Butler's on the team.
0: Yeah, I I mean, yeah, he I mean, he just has more options to pass to. So I think that that I mean, that's definitely going to help that assist rate.
1: And Jimmy Buckets had 14,
0: which what are you going to do? I mean, he hasn't played in years. (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't played in like more than a week. You know, he sat out the last. he was out the last couple of games so
1: uh vucevic mesmerized the 76ers with 30 and 8 aaron not as strong as gallo gordon (laughs) was next with 17 and terrence ross hit the late dagger to uh ruin the 76ers timberwolves look like they like playing basketball again getting a pretty big win against the pelicans yeah 107 to 100 uh each one more led the pelicans with 31 yeah that's big
0: that's huge that's awesome
1: Uh, AD continued his probably MVP season with 29-11. Miritic with a pretty sweet double-double, 16-10. Cat uh, decided to play well with 25-16. and 16.
0: Your boy, Jeff Teague, with 14 points and 14 assists. Yeah, can we touch on this for one second? Absolutely. Because I feel like everybody was pulling... We're, I mean, us included, we're like pulling the cord on the... On the Wolves. And I feel like with all the Jimmy stuff, it got overshadowed that they didn't have Jeff Teague. Like he was still kind of suffering with about injuries. That for sure. And like he is a huge factor on that team too. Definitely. So maybe they're in a little bit better of a place right now than I had kind of thought they were. I, yeah. still, I still would be hard pressed to say that they're a playoff team. Um, but they are in like a little bit better place than I thought because, yeah. you know, Jeff Teague.
1: Jeff Teague, he's... He's solid, you know? He's very solid. He's solid. I agree 100%. Uh, I don't think they should run Teague and D-Rose at the same time. No. But, you know, Tibbs is going to Tibbs. Thunder embarrassed the Knicks, 128-103. to Tim Hardaway Jr. led the Knicks with 20. Ennis Cantor with 19 hey, alright. I mean, I, he's so he's bad. And is. He was playing terrible defense. All around, good tank job by the Knicks tonight. Oh, yeah. This is exactly what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. Like, they want to get Zion. It's going to be great. Uh, Paul George dominated with 35-7-5. and five. Dennis Schroeder continuing to show why he may have been one of the
0: best signings of the offseason? Um, yes. I think in this, in this particular instance, he works really, really well. For sure. With 15 and 12 assists. Um, Thunder
1: seem to be having a good time out there. Yeah. They're looking a little scary. Yeah. They don't have Westbrook, so who knows.
0: Yeah, and Paul George has been like Crushing. even sen- since Westbrook has been out, has been averaging like 30 a game. Yeah, everyone's been picking up the slack. Yeah. Do you want to get into this next one? All right, the Mavs shocked the Jazz in a game that I I haven't even wanted to watch the highlights of.
1: No, I saw the scoreline and I I just I don't it was 1 six, 118 to 68. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this. They put up a 2019 half of basketball in a game (laughs) from the Jazz. 68 points? Yeah, the Mavs almost doubled their score? Awful.
0: It's it's terrible. They scored nine points in the fourth quarter. Rubio did lead the the Jazz with 11, you know? Hey! Way to go, top-not Rubio. (laughs) Um, He's been
1: shooting something like 22% from three this year. Oh, yeah, it's not good. (laughs) Not a good. Gobert had 10 and 10. Everyone else sucked. I don't. I mean, not to sound like a dick, but it was not. I mean, that is not a good showing. The thing that's funny too is that
0: you're looking at the Mavs scores. No one went off. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty balanced. Barnes, uh, Barnes had 19. Doncic with 13. It seemed like an
1: awful game to watch. Yeah. Even if you were a fan of the Mavs, you're like, it seemed. This was a situation that I really feel like the Mavs were playing pretty good, mm-hmm. and the Jazz just didn't show up for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't think the Jazz got like rick carlisle didn't coach the mavs to this win yeah you know what definitely. i'm saying no disrespect to carlisle but this was like the jazz were like we're gonna get all our bad stuff out right now in this one game yeah um pretty funny There was an interview situation with deandre where the reporter was like what do you think about these reports about you not being liked on your team and he just walked away <laughs> yeah so uh,
0: do we want to touch on that for a second we got a former clipper yeah, uh, we can touch a little bit on it. So it's nothing new. Yeah. Apparently, like his teammates aren't happy. Um, there's been instances where he's like shoved Luca out of the way for the board. Dude, that one board. particular
1: rebound, I'm replaying it in my head, and it's like it's insane. It's like let the young man get the board. Yeah. Don't
0: hurt your guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I don't really understand. Um, but it's just it wasn't just sometimes I just wonder if I'm being over, overly critical on some of these players because they're our guys and it's our team, and I really want to see us do well. Um I don't think I was wrong about this one. DeAndre needed to go and yeah. he there's just like the there's he, a, he has quiet sass. He has quiet sass and there is like a mental part of his game that isn't that isn't there. In a way, like for sure. I know what you're saying. Yeah, in a way where like I'm not saying he's dumb. No, I'm also. not saying he's dumb. That's the wrong way to say it. It's I think it's more. It's not, it's less of a mental thing. It's more of an ego thing. There it's a go. part of his yeah. game that he has never been able to work out. Like if if the offense isn't running through him, if he isn't like it's almost kind of like Dwight Howardy. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um. And you know, as he gets less and less athletic, you know, similar to Dwight Howard. Yeah. Like that just makes you worse and worse. For sure. Um. Do you think that the Mavs are going to end up re-signing him? Not for twenty million. Oh, I mean, no one's giving him twenty million. Um, I don't think they will actually. I really kind of. This stuff really kind of makes me wonder. Yeah,
1: I. I mean, and if they like, you don't want Luca to be around this either. Yeah, he's your boy. Yeah, and Dennis Smith Jr. Um, the Suns tired out the Spurs before tonight's game, one sixteen to ninety six. Uh, pretty crazy. Demar Derozan still had twenty four points. Really excited to see him play tonight. Um, Lamarcus had six and twelve. Derek White had sixteen. He's another guy who could give us some trouble tonight. Um, T.J. Warren helped the Suns with 27. Point God, Devin Booker had 13 points and 12 assists. Who (laughs) says they need a point guard? Way to go, Book. And DeAndre Ayton had 17 and 10. Derek White, I think, could maybe have a big game tonight. Yeah. Against
0: us. He's a little dangerous. Um, You want to get into this one? So, Lakers beat the Blazers. For their fourth in a row. Yeah. 126 to 117. They're the opposite of the Nuggets right now. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Lillard still had 31. McCollum with 23. N- big Nurk, Big Nurk Dog, 21 and 14. Uh, this is a really solid win for the Lakers. This is a big win for the Lakers. It's also so
1: LeBron went, got, moved into fifth all time for scoring. He had a cool 44, <laughs> 10, and 9. Unbelievable. So goddamn good at basketball. Javelle next with 20. Ingram had 17. This felt like a very Cavs game. What do you mean? I mean that LeBron had forty four ten and nine, and they won by nine. Oh, he's like carrying. You know the what I'm squad. saying? I see. Yeah. What you mean. No disrespect yeah, yeah, yeah. to LeBron. He's the best basketball player I will ever see in my life. But this was like, oh, this is the Cavs. Yeah. This is the Cavs with some better young guys. And he had one of. He, I mean, he had maybe the game of the year. Yeah. Or close to it. He hit five threes, which is pretty incredible. And they won by nine. Yeah. The I mean, the Blazers bench only gave him eighteen points.
0: Yeah, that's definitely going to be an issue. But, I mean, they got four in a row. It seems like they're gelling pretty good right now. Yeah, they're getting it figured out. I guess that uh, sit-down between Magic and Luke really worked out, huh? Uh,
1: <laughs> you look so happy when you said that for some reason. Bad news for the Lakers, though. Rondo broke his hand. Oof. it's going to be out for maybe a couple of months. That's not
0: good. No. Not a good. As we you only need as well. one hand to play basketball, though. Very true. You know what? When you're right, you're right.
1: <laughs> uh, guys... We're hoping the Clippers get that win tonight. Come say what's up to us in Staples Center. Tomorrow, we're going to have a recap of the hopeful victory against the Spurs. A nice little weekend preview. And love, Mary. We're bringing Kill back, I guess. Love, Mary, Kill. All right. <laughs>
0: Kill him. <'em. God. laughs> I don't I, know why I said that. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. <laughs> and I'm William, the opinion updike. Thanks for tuning in, guys.